I'm Esther Medina, and this is Una Conversación, a place to have a conversation with the noisemakers, the trailblazers, and game changers all around me. This collection of interviews is dedicated to Latin American Heritage Month in Canada. In this episode, I'm sitting down with owner and creator of the Barrio and Toronto Latinos brand, Carlos Brito. Sit back as I explore his beginnings and journey to running one of the most recognizable Latin brands in Toronto. Barrio, it's the Spanish word for neighborhood. But here in the six, it takes on a whole nother meaning. Here with me today is the creator and owner of the Barrio Toronto Latinos brand, Carlos Brito. Carlos, hey. thank you so much for joining me thank for you. Una Conversacion. Thank you for having me. I'm excited to be here, Esther. Thank you. I'm excited to have you. <laughs> Let's jump right into Let's it. Let's do it. Let's do it. What barrio are you originally from? The neighborhood that I'm from in Toronto is Jane Finch. Okay. Okay, so my family is from, my parents are Ecuadorian and I was born here. Okay, you mm. were born here. Yeah. And did you always, um, did you spend your whole life growing up in Jane and Finch? Did you guys move around? No, no, never moved around. Wow. <laughs> I always, always lived there. And even now I don't live too far from there. Like my, uh, my entire family lives, Jane and uh, Keelan Shepherd, my grandparents, Garnvin and Sentinel, like, you know, were sprinkled around that whole neighborhood. And then of course I got family in Woodbridge and Vaughan, you know, but yeah. for the most part, like not too far from that spot you know so you always had your family around you then like absolutely in your area you guys all live near each other who would you say and it can be a relative um, mm -hmm. a, a parent a sibling who would you say was one of the greater influences in your life growing up my my parents you know even my, my brother um they're just always been about community as you know my brother's a police officer um yeah or and um so he's always been about community and my mom's always been about helping the community out however she can you know through the church her church group my dad um you know my parents are separated but my dad would do kind of like the same thing so you know and it kind of inspired me to do what i'm doing now you said brother so are you the older brother i am the older brother yeah it's interesting i think it's really <laughs> special that you look up to him even oh, though he's yeah. the younger one what I, what values do you see in him and your mom that you feel like you carried with you? Hmm. Being passionate about the, the community. And, and my mom is like that, and so, and so is my brother. Um, he, he, he spends a lot of time doing things for uh, the kids in the community and stuff like that. So and people look up to him, so you know, it inspires me. And he knows that, I tell him all the time. Aw, that's, that's <laughs> not common, you know. I actually feel like, um, in Latin culture, and I'm, I'm not going to speak for everyone, but yeah. I feel like men don't mm -hmm. always express their emotions, especially like the older generation. Like, yeah. I, you know, it's not too often that I saw, I, I love my grandpa, I know he loves us, but mm -hmm. it's not often that like I would hear him saying, oh, I love you and stuff. Maybe as yes, he's gotten older, more cuddly, but yeah. like, especially like 10, 15 years ago, like it's very like, you know, like you, you don't show your emotions, you just work, but you guys express that yeah, to each other. That's, yeah, that's wonderful. Yeah, for sure, for sure. Um, we have, it wasn't always like that, but <laughs> for sure, but now it certainly is, no doubt about it. You know, I we were together uh, for Thanksgiving and um, it's always a special time and, and he does a fabulous, him and Anita both, they do a fabulous uh, job with uh, hosting. You know, we kind of like express our gratitude all the time. Yeah, I've had that pleasure of meeting 
both your brother and his wife Anita and wonderful people by the way I, I, yeah. I think that one thousand percent it really shows how you guys were brought up because mm -hmm. I can say confidently anytime I have crossed paths with you or your brother um, even like from the first interaction you you guys always treat people like family like it will be a stranger you've met for the first time but it, it, it doesn't <laughs> so look like that like if I saw you meeting a stranger yeah I would think that you knew that person forever be yeah. just because of, of the way you guys carry yourself and I think that's wonderful and, Thank and you. I can see why you guys are so passionate about people because mm -hmm. you just you don't see yourselves as above anyone no I really love absolutely that. not and and you know what we just because even a smile, a hello. My brother would literally go across <laughs> the street to go say hi to someone he knows. He, he goes, wait, give, give me a second. <laughs> Let me just go over here. I know he this guy. That. And he will go across you, say what's up, and then come back. Oh, over these years, um, I've come to learn about your story with Barrio. Uh -huh. And it still blows my mind that it's been about six, seven years now. I remember seeing when you guys had that feature on CBC. Oh, my and gosh. And I was like... Oh my God, that's the, I've seen that Barrio hat, like I thought it was, I felt so seen as a Latina to see CBC representing, like, or sorry, showcasing yeah. something so special to the Latin community. Um, but for those who might not have seen that feature or who might not know mm -hmm. how you started, can you tell our viewers how it all began? Well, I mean, a lot of the, we, we created the logo, my brother and I created the logo and we decided we would put it on merchandise to sell. Okay, but like, you guys created the logo, but what was going through your head? Okay. Like, were you just okay, like yeah, yeah. chilling no. one day like, no, I wanna make a No, no, well, we all, we're passionate about our culture, we're passionate about the city. Gotcha. Um, uh, we would always wear Toronto-inspired uh, apparel, like T-Dot, The Six, or, you know, stuff like that, mm -hmm. right? So we thought, one day, I, it would be so cool to have like a Latin version of this. And so then my brother came up with the word body, and I thought, wow, that is perfect. Yeah. And then we replaced the I with the CN Tower, and that was it. Like, you know when you see something, you just know it's going to blow up? Yeah. I already knew it. I was like, okay, we put this on Smirch, and it's gone. I, I, I knew it in my heart right away. <laughs> I just think it's so cool that you guys thought of that, though, because I remember seeing the logo for the first time thinking, like, it felt like something that always existed. It, it's incredible. I mean... I'm telling you, we put it on uh, caps and t-shirts and the thing just went viral. I couldn't keep up with demand and then that's how uh, CBC ended up calling me because one of the ladies that works for CBC uh, was at a salsa class and she saw it. Oh. And then she said, you know, I, I need to speak to this guy because she said she saw Jose Bautista wear it, Edwin Encarnacion from the Blue Jays at the time. Okay. And, um, and that's how it all came about. So it was really blowing up. I feel like something that started as like a fun passion project starts growing so quickly was there ever a point during the beginning stages where you were like i don't know if i want to do this like like where you almost wanted to throw in the towel or you were like i don't know what's happening no, here because it, it, it there's so many stages of it evolved in so many different ways i was unable to get bored there was no opportunity to like there's never a dull moment um you know we always it's like it started off with shirts and t-shirts and it went to hoodies and and it just kept on going and then Next thing you know, when there was like a little lull, next thing you know, um, Maluma wears it or something like that. Now you're like, you get, people get all crazy again. And then I, I got into nightlife and then I did, you know, I did, we did a couple of boat cruises. Then I got into promotional stuff. Then I got to working with other, with these big companies like 
the Raptors and TFC and Warner Music and Sony. And I love that you keep naming these. Like, Live this, Nation. This, I want this list to keep <laughs> growing. You know, it's crazy. It's insane. Like today I had a meeting with Adidas. Let's about go. Like, yeah, so there's just so many different things. That's fantastic. And I don't know where it's headed. Really, like sometimes I speak to the folks at um, the kids at York University, the OLAS, like the Organization of Latin American Students. Uh-huh. And um, I speak to them and they're like, you know, so where are you headed? And I'm like, <laughs> I don't know. You're what's like, a fi- I don't even know how what's I What's a five-year plan? I said, I, I don't know. Like, we're just forever evolving. And I think in business, in this day and age, I mean, it's about, like, always not staying still and always evolving and doing different things. So I'm always open to, to meeting new people uh, and doing different things. I'm not afraid of that, you know? You, you know, you mentioned the events, the Barrio Cruise. Watching you, I'm thinking, okay, he had the caps, the shirts. It was, like, fully a clothing rat. Yeah. And then it turns into this whole this whole other beast, gorgeous beast. Mm-hmm. My question is, where do you think was the moment where you're like, no, this is not gonna just be a clothing brand, like this is gonna be something more. Do you feel like it's when yeah. you started dipping into the nightlife? Do you feel like it was when you started the scholarship? Um, there I was a time was, where you yeah. had the scholarship. Yeah. Like, I think that the scholarship was pretty big for me. My previous life, I was, uh, I was a banker at one of the big five banks. I was Amazing. doing really well, um, earning a, a great salary, and then there were some changes at the bank, and they wanted me to assume another position, and I thought it was a, probably a great opportunity to try to do this full-time. Wow. You know, so that's how I ended up doing this full-time, and this, this is what I do now, okay? Yes. Um, with respect to the scholarship, yeah. um, I met downtown, I was at the bank at the time, and one of my lawyer friends uh, says, Carlos, you, you have to use your platform. And this is when I, my followers, like my, my social media page was growing by like hundreds of per day, you know? And she was like, Carlos, you got, you ha- I think you should be, don't take offense to this, you said. <laughs> you should be using your page for more than just caps and t-shirts and throwing parties. And I was like, I wow. said, you're right. Yeah, she did. And, and, you know, and I thought, you know, I think I have an obligation to do that. You know, by virtue of the, of the social media handle, Toronto Latinos, and, um, and then I said, okay, well, what's, what do you recommend? What's on your mind? And then she said, the scholarship fund. And I have partners. I mean, I don't do it by myself. There is a committee. It takes a village. Um, yeah, it does, for sure. And that obviously takes money. And so we, we're, I think it's three, it's been three years or four years running now. And, and it's been fantastic. The kids that I meet are just phenomenal. These guys are going to change the world for sure. And um, even the ones that, I wish we had enough money to give to more people, to more students. But, you know, we, we could only do so much. But I tell you, when we read the, the applications, I mean, they, they, they touch your heart, man. So I can't imagine. You wish you can help everyone. And sometimes, I, like, <laughs> I mean, they're so touching. And some of the hardships that these students are going through and still maintaining, like, a great, uh, sc- like, a great average at school, like, in their 90s or whatever, I'm like, wow, like, you're going through all this personal stuff, but yet you still manage to, you know, kick ass academically, you know? And so, you know, you, you read that, and you're like, wow, like, it's incredible. So the future is bright, absolutely bright that, for that community. That makes me excited. <laughs> yeah. I am very excited. And, you know, I'm glad you touched on that because I, I did want to touch on the fact that I don't think you woke up one day and decided I want to have su- 
X amount of followers on Instagram, um, especially from the place you come from. Like I can tell it's not about like the followers or the no. attention for you. Like you genuinely care about the Latin community. You yeah. genuinely care about the things you do. So um, to hear you say or to have heard your colleague come up to you and say that, mm -hmm. um, mm -hmm. do, you, do you feel like after that conversation, now when you do anything, do you feel responsibility to the Latinos in Toronto? Like, do you feel, do you feel the weight of your platform? I do, I do. Like, you know, pre especially during COVID, like pre-COVID, I was just doing so much nightlife. And um, I thought, honestly, I was one of those guys, one of those people that thought COVID was gonna last you know, three months, I mean, four months or whatever, it, you know? know, I just thought, okay, happen. you know, four month break and that's fine. But for me, it was like, a, not like a, it was an awakening for me because I, I thought to myself, like, like if this can't be all about parties, like my yeah. page cannot be all about that as much as I'm, I'm passionate about that as well. Cause it's a, like it or not, it's a huge part of our culture. Like we like yeah. going out dancing and listening to music and having drinks and stuff like that. Um, so I like, you know, hosting beautiful experiences like that. Mm -hmm. But I, uh, COVID, uh, through COVID, uh, being at home all those hours and having time to like reflect. I was doing um, lives with small businesses to kind of get them going, and I, I did, and then I just realized I said when, when this when the when the world gets back, I have to I have to do more than just the nightlife and and and, yeah. uh, and the selling of clothes and stuff like that so and that's that's what i'm trying to do i love that and i'm excited mm -hmm. for what's to come we were talking off camera and i i just feel like you you don't know what's going to happen no. and even with the pandemic we none of us saw that coming yeah, you just yeah. explained how mm -hmm. it affected the way that you viewed mm -hmm. yeah. how how do you see the next Let's say if you, how do you see the rest of 2022 for your brand? Panning out. Um, right now, where I'm doing so many things, I'm kind of like almost disappointed in myself um, because I didn't have enough cultural things going on. And so I'm so happy that you're doing this. Oh, this thank Latin you. <laughs> during Latin I'm Heritage so Month. I'm so happy that you came. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but I'm kind of disappointed in myself that um, my brand didn't take a, a, a bigger role and 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 completing activations during this month like i think that we should have done that so next year definitely there'll be a larger presence of of my brand uh in conjunction with others um for the month of, of october like it's ludicrous not, for me not to play a bigger role in that so um I, i'm working on that now for next year that makes and, me so and happy so the, and hence the conversations with you know, maybe Warner Music and Adidas and just trying to, you know, um, maintain and develop those relationships so that we can do that. Like I've, I've already done, I've done um, uh, heritage stuff for TFC, Latin heritage stuff for TFC, mm -hmm. uh, the Toronto Raptors. So it's, it's a good start, but it's still, it's not enough. So um, we're gonna, we're gonna, we're gonna get there. <laughs> you, you make me laugh because you, you're inspiring. You say it's not enough, but here you are, you've done so much. You've literally <laughs> created a community for us to at least come to on the internet, to know that there's someone like you uplifting us. Thank Please you. don't ever stop the work you're doing. And don't um, plan on it, no. You being here mm -hmm. is like just a reflection of how you support those in your community. So thank you for supporting me. Thank you and for having me. It's an absolute pleasure being here. Before we head out, yeah. 
I do want the viewers to know what we're sipping on today. Oh, okay. can you tell us a little bit about the merchandise here? Okay, so this is a beer. I'm, I'm <laughs> it's funny because you said so. You brought up uh, on the phone. You said siempre tequila, and it's crazy because I'm somewhat involved with siempre tequila. I have a small um, equity stake in the company. Um, and so I knew that it was something I wanted to do because I, I think it's so cool to own your own alcohol. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Um, as again, and it's a small percentage, but nonetheless, you know, it's it's kind of like you know when people know that when I see that in the LCBO, I'm like, wow, this is let's siempre tequila. This is well, what we're gonna get. Even the bottle <laughs> itself, and I'll insert a picture. It is yeah. beautiful. The it bottle. Is. It's, so a, it's a cool bottle. It, These guys. Yeah. Shout out to the owners, Monica. She's she's fantastic. You know we've uh, we have a great relationship, and then so, and then moving on to this beer, uh, I met uh, these folks from El Gringo Beer, and I was doing some work with them, and then we kind of like both together thought that it would be a great idea to to start a Barrio beer. So we kind of like rushed the branding, and I'm not sure if it's gonna the 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 brand is gonna remain like this. I started learning about beer, carbonation, and what's involved. And um, we came up with this, you know, and it tastes fantastic. I mean, you say it you tastes really good, guys. And also, if this is rushed, I can't imagine what it looks like when you guys <laughs> at, take your time. At so. some point, well, at some point, you're going to be able to purchase this at the LCBO and at the beer store for sure, 100%. I will be purchasing. <laughs> well, before I let you go, Carlos, yeah. I cannot let you walk away okay. without a fun game of this or that. Okay, it's let's go. It's rapid fire version, so. I need you to not overthink your answer. Oh my God, I suck And at it's these. meant to be hopefully challenging. Okay. Um, hopefully I pronounce everything correctly. Okay. Are you ready? Let's go. Okay. Empanadas or umitas? Oh, empanadas. Ah, okay. Antonio Valencia or Ener Valencia? Antonio Valencia, always. Emelec or Barcelona? Barcelona! <laughs> La Costa or La Sierra? Oh, I love them both, but La Costa. Ornado or Ceviche? Oh, Ceviche. <laughs> Salinas or Montañita? Wow, more memories in Salinas, uh, but Montañita is a lot more fun now as I'm older. Okay, so <laughs> Okay, there you go, folks. That was rapid fire with Carlos Brito. Carlos, thank you. So so much. Thank for you, coming. Esther. Thank you. Honestly, I don't know how it's possible to like you more, <laughs> but it always you always blow my mind. Thank you for doing what you do for the community. I I, I think it's fair to say I can say that mm -hmm. on behalf of everyone. And I can't wait to see what you're doing next year. Well, I'll keep you posted for sure. Yeah. Hopefully, we'll be on, on a couch like this next, year, a nicer couch next. Year. Yeah, let's do it. This is pretty nice. So we'll see what we do next year. But thank you for being here. Oh my God, you're welcome. You're the thank best. you. And thank you all for joining us for Una Conversación con Carlos Brito. Bye, guys. Bye.